Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into today's edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Rated WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned funeral home. Family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, and Avery Newport's back. The return. The return to glory. Yeah. For Avery glory. Newport. Wow. That's a that's got a nice little ring to it. Little co-host action here on TV. The title says co-host, no longer an intern. Well, so. it was like that the last time you were here too. I'm pretty yeah. sure, wasn't it? True, but still looks good. All right. Well, we are awaiting a phone call. Hopefully, we're yeah. trying to track down the best. Oh, all right. Colin's got to leave. We're we're trying to track down Coach Huggins, one of the best coaches in NCAA men's basketball history. Uh, they're uh, getting ready to go to their caravan to come down here. Uh, they've got, I believe, at the Purple Iris tonight uh, for the coaches' caravan. Neil Brown will be here as well. Um, so it should be exciting, and we're looking to be joined by uh, Coach Huggins here momentarily. It appears Colin's working on it right now. This is what happens when you don't have producers. We're our own producers, so you got to do things unorthodoxly. Uh, is that a word? Probably not. Uh, but we're <laughs> we are awaiting Could Coach Huggins uh, on the show. Uh, but uh, we'll talk EPAC baseball after the interview. Uh, basketball playoffs and NHL playoffs. Caps back in action tonight. Uh, Orioles looking good lately. We'll get into that in today's show um, as we await things. But uh, Martinsburg got a win last night. Huge win. Isaiah Morris went yard for them. Um, and then uh, for Musselman, Dylan Stevens had 16 strikeout, 15 strikeouts last night, I believe. We are a go. I got to patch him through right here. And we're now joined by Bob Huggins, coach for West Virginia men's basketball. How are you doing today, Coach Huggins? I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on, talking a few minutes. You got the coach's caravan. You were up in Wheeling last night, I believe, down here in Martinsburg tonight. Uh, what's uh, what exactly is the coach's caravan all about? Just trying to reach out to the great people in the great state of West Virginia. You know, it's we we fully understand uh, how long a drive it is to get over here for football and basketball games and a variety of other athletic events. So we want to be able to reach out and say thank you so much for spending your time and energy and money to come and watch us compete. Coach Huggins, Colin McLaughlin here. Thank you for joining us here this afternoon. The coach's caravan uh, tonight there in Martinsburg. What are you hoping uh, the interactions will be with the uh, fans of the Mountaineers down here in the Eastern Panhandle? Terrific. Just like always. Uh, I've been over there several times for these events, and uh, the, the people are wonderful. Uh, people people in, throughout this state are wonderful, supportive, and uh 
a lot of fun. I mean, we just we enjoy we enjoy being around uh, those people. Coach, let's talk a little basketball. Uh, this is Nick Verzellini. Um, your team it has a lot of transfers coming in. I know the transfer portal has been a big part of you guys trying to get back on track this year. So what have you been excited about so far from what you've seen from the guys in the offseason and guys you got coming in? Well, obviously I haven't seen the guys coming in. I mean, I've, I've seen them on film uh, in their games, but really haven't seen them kind of in person. Uh, our guys are working hard. They, they, uh, they've been in the gym. They pretty much live here in a practice facility. So they're working at it. And, you know, they, like everybody else, kind of want to get the bad taste out of their mouth. Hey, Coach Huggins, this is Avery Newport here. Uh, huge accomplishment for you getting into the Basketball Hall of Fame this year. Um, just kind of tell us what it feels like to be inducted in such a prestigious class and uh, what it does for your legacy as a coach. My legacy is up to people like you. It's not up to me. You know, I'm, I, I do what I do. I, you know, I, 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 I love basketball. I've played basketball. I, um, my dad got me started playing basketball, I think, when I was probably about uh, four or five years old. Um, actually, here in Morgantown. And uh, I, I've loved the game my whole life. Uh, it's been a huge part of not just what I've done, but my family. You know, my father is in every Hall of Fame there is in the state of Ohio. Uh, Won 80, 87% of all the games he coached. That's incredible. You know, and when I when I look at his numbers and people continue to bring up my numbers, uh, I pale miserably uh, to my father and what he, he did in his career. So um, I just kind of, you know, keep, keep, keep looking up at, at my father and, and uh, he, he passed away this past year and uh, the, the greatness that, that he had and try to aspire to do what he did. Right now, going around the state with the coaches' caravan as we're joined with Coach Bob Huggins, the WVU men's basketball coach here on Talk Radio WRNR. Coach Huggins, what else do you have planned here during the uh, offseason for yourself and the uh, Mountaineer basketball team? Well, I'd like to get away a little bit with my family. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't get away very much, uh, if at all. So just to be able to get away and spend some time with my family. Maybe, you know, walk on a beach or something. Something that only happens about once every three years for for me. Which one's your favorite beach? Uh, New Smyrna. Alrighty, I haven't been to that one. Mine's uh, probably Myrtle as of right now. That's where my family likes to go. But uh, schedule-wise, we're looking here. You got some games already scheduled non-conference-wise. The one that a lot of people like going to is a game which also has your fish fry 
We had the uh, fish fry there before the Kansas game last season. It was with uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports, a great event that uh, you do. What's the plan for uh, this year if you're allowed to reveal anything yet? I don't have any idea. It, you know, it, it, it comes to me as we, as we continue to progress you know, through the season. I, I don't have any idea what we're going to do for this year. You know, every year we think we couldn't we couldn't make it any better, and every year it's it's better, and it's better because of the people here in our in our state that continue to support and help and uh, attend the fish fry. You know, when when I first said we're going to have a fish fry, there were a whole bunch of people who said you can't do that. That'll never that'll never work here. But it's actually work pretty good and we've been blessed to have so many uh, great people uh, sit on the stage with with Tony Caridi and I and uh, we're blessed we're blessed to have people who continue to support not just uh, the fish fry but support me and my endeavors to build a cancer hospital here in West Virginia. Coach, the Big 12 uh, is almost the really the conference of champions here in college basketball. The last two national champions have come from your conference. How does it feel to be a part of such a prestigious conference that has done so well on a national stage and, you know, looks to continue that success moving forward? Well, obviously I'm happy for Scott and happy for Bill. But, you know, aside from that, I worry about West Virginia University and our guys and how how we're going to how we're going to climb to the top of the Big 12 and win conference championships and uh, hopefully win a national championship. And coach, looking at the non-conference schedule, obviously Pitt on the schedule again. What's it like to play in the backyard brawl there? I know it it rouses up the fans, uh, but from a coaching perspective, what's it like to play uh, in the backyard brawl? <clears throat> Well, I I played in it, you know, when I was here, and I, I think just the the enthusiasm of the fans, um, it, it's it's a it's a great atmosphere, terrific atmosphere, and you know, for us uh, to open up with it is very challenging, and yeah, you know, of course, then we're going to go from there to Portland, Oregon, and play three games in a PK three which are outstanding teams and probably the probably the best in-season tournament there is in America. So we got a work cut out for us, without a doubt. West Virginia men's basketball coach Bob Huggins, our guest, the Mountaineer Coaches Caravan coming to Martinsburg tonight. And, uh, Coach, anything, any final thoughts today? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm trying not to think today. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, taking a few minutes out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That was Coach Bob Huggins, West Virginia men's basketball coach. Uh, he'll be in Martinsburg tonight with a bunch of the other WVU uh, coaches, including Neil Brown at the Purple Iris, I believe, for the Mountaineer Coaches Caravan, which comes into Martinsburg tonight. Uh, thanks to Colin for setting up that interview and working things out logistically. Yeah, would have uh, loved to get to go to that, but playoff baseball – that we cover is uh our main focus right now so got to do the best that we can to provide our 
uh, fans with that too. So maybe some people can do both. If you got a ticket there at the Purple Iris, go there. Tune in to TV10 tonight for a uh, great EPAC matchup there for sectional playoffs. There you go. You heard it there from Colin. Thanks to Coach Huggins for taking some time out talking to us. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll get into some EPAC baseball sectionals action last night. We'll get into both games and preview today's matchups as well. That's next on today's edition of the Sports Mix. We're back in two minutes. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed sealed and delivered from Hagerstown Ford you need a place to go for a quick tobacco soda snacks cigarettes or beer run well then you're in luck because enter and exit has convenience without the cost enter and exit right off route 11 is located at 31 meadow lane in martinsburg and soon to be opening in chambersburg pa enter and exit is open monday through saturday from 8 a.m to 11 p.m and sundays from 9 30 a.m to 8 p.m for great convenience without the cost stop on into enter and exit today for every parent with a child entering pre-K through 7th grade, we invite you to consider Airborne Christian Academy. Enrolling your student in a Christian school, it's never been more affordable. With a WV Hope Scholarship offering $4,300 per year per student. And if you've been hoping for alternative ways for your child to flourish academically while remaining true to your faith, we want to partner with you. Check out all the details at airborne.church forward slash school you're tuned into the sports mix with spencer and nick on talk radio wrnr 106.5 fm am 740 and tv 10 welcome back to this edition of the sports mix on talk radio wrnr and tv 10 welcome back to this edition of the sports mix on talk radio wrnr and tv 10 spencer brunick versalini colin mclaughlin Avery Newport back in the house. Uh, happy to have you with us here this afternoon. Just heard from WVU men's basketball coach Bob Huggins on the other or on the last, uh, or excuse me, in the last segment, and uh, they're getting ready to have their coaches' caravan tonight at the Purple Iris in Martinsburg, 7 p.m. as they go around the state and uh, thank their fans. 
Uh, but now let's turn our attention to something we'll be doing tonight and that we were doing last night is broadcasting EPAC baseball games. We'll first get into the, the uh, game that we had for you last night, Martinsburg. Uh, defeating Spring Mills 8-1. to one. It was a mystery who was going to be on the mound for Spring Mills all day. Got the heads up from uh, Coach Barrett that they're going to keep that. Uh, disc- they're going to not disclose it until closer to game time. We all thought it could have been Chase Herndon. It ended up uh, not being Chase Herndon. It was Tyler Cover, um, who you know, was a pitch-to-contact guy. He started out the game doing that. Uh, pretty well but it just seemed like martinsburg was able to get to him there and uh isaiah morris had a big night at the plate he went uh two for four with three rbis a double and uh he uh did this too he said delivers the 2-0 and morris lifts this one deep right field that ball's got a chance it's out of here a home run a two-run shot from isaiah morris to deep right field and it's martinsburg six spring mills nothing as the dogs will meet them at home plate and there you go the call from nick last night on talk rated wrnr tv 10 also landon sifford going one for two with two rbis and two walks uh, Caleb Edwards, one for three with two RBIs. Caleb Edwards on the mound for the Dogs. Six in a third inning, five hits, one run, one earned, two walks, six strikeouts. Uh, Isaiah Morris came in to close the door, two-thirds of an inning and a strikeout. Isaiah Morris went the distance pitching-wise, 113 pitches. Martinsburg gets the win. Uh, we'll hear from Isaiah Morris after the ball game as I was able to catch up with him double and then a two-run homer and then coming in to close it out obviously sectionals that probably got you amped up tonight yeah i know we just had to play our best ball we had to come out here and compete we have a tough one tomorrow i heard we're playing muslim now i'm happy that my bat's going going good right now and uh you know you're at bat obviously talk about that home run it's the first one this season at peel faulkner uh what'd you see on that pitch it was my pitch right down the middle my eyes blew up and i was like i have to dump on this and I jumped on it, and I took it for a ride. And then uh, Coach tells you you're going in to pitch there to finish out the game. Was it on your mind just completely dominated getting out of the game? I was just like, I had to finish this out. Don't just go up there and pitch the ball and don't give up. Um, just grind through it. Just, just pitch. And you talked about you having to face Musselman tomorrow. Obviously, you've seen them a lot recently. Uh, what are you going to take from those two games going into tomorrow's matchup? I think we just have to compete harder than we first game and we had to have bring a lot of energy and like we did the last game and I think we have a pretty good shot. All right, Isaiah Morris, our WVU Medicine Player of the Game. Congrats again. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. All right, we're going to let Coach Byler slide in here. Got a little more out of uh, Isaiah this time. You happy? Yeah, we were working on his interview skills. Glad to hear he did better. Uh, well, obviously he had a heck of a night at the plate, a double in the beginning of the game, then a, whole, a two-run shot. Uh, finally getting one out of the ballpark here at PFL. Yeah, good to see him finally get one. I thought that was a big, you know, momentum swing. I thought both both his hits were kind of big uh, momentum-wise because I think Cover did through us through the middle, middle innings kind of what they hoped he would do from the start. Um, thought he did a really nice job. Thought he kept us off balance. Um, three, four, five, those innings. Thought he did a really great job. And uh, a little bit more about Cover. Obviously, coming in, Coach Barris told us that he was going to be a contact guy, and he kind of started out the game like that. But you guys were able to get through and put up some runs early, and that kind of dictated the way the rest of the ball game went. Yeah, I think if you don't get those runs early, if Morris doesn't get both those big hits, you know we're probably 
fighting, scratching, clawing to score a run there late. So, you know, credit our guys for having a good approach, at least for the, you know, two innings there at the beginning. I wasn't happy with our approach through the middle, but, you know, it's all this time of year it's all about surviving in advance, so it doesn't really matter if I'm happy or not. As long as we you get Edwards on the bump tonight, does a really good job, goes six in the third innings, and, uh, you know, it seemed like he was really on there in the middle of the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think sometimes we pitch too much for strikeouts. Um, we need to, you know, pitch more for contact. But he did his job. His job was to come in here tonight, throw 110 pitches, get as far as we could, make sure we get that first win, make sure we stay in the winner's bracket. So really proud of him for the job he did tonight. Obviously, you know, by third time here in the last few weeks, uh, what is it going to take to beat them here tomorrow night? Well, I, th I think we're going to have to have the approach that we had in the first two innings tonight and kind of in the seventh and eighth inning um, at Musselman. Just have to hunt fastballs, you know, get ahead in counts. You know, I thought we got it. I thought our pitchers tonight got behind way too much. Carson Buber tomorrow is going to have to make sure he does a much better job of getting behind him and, you know, just play clean baseball behind him. And, you know, you just hope that you can score enough runs. All right, Coach, congrats on the win, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Spencer. All right, back up. That was me catching up with Coach Byler and Isaiah Morris after the game last night. Uh, we'll turn our attention to the other game, then preview the matchups here. Musselman gets a 2-0 shutout over Hedgesville last night in the 2 versus 3. Musselman, the 2, Hedgesville, the 3. Uh, it was scoreless through four and a half innings, then two runs there from Musselman um, in the bottom of the fourth inning. Uh, those coming uh, on a double from Boyles on a line drive to the center field. Myers able to score. And then a ground out from Moberly scores um, Dylan Stevens. Dylan Stevens on the bump went the distance for the Appleman. Seven innings, four hits allowed, no runs, one walk, 15 strikeouts on 105 pitches, 77 for strikes, facing 27 batters last night. Uh, so good win there for Musselman. And it will be... The third matchup in the last couple of weeks between Martinsburg and Musselman tonight in the winner's side of the bracket. We'll have that for you 7 p.m., 6.40 for the pregame show. Uh, it should be a good one, guys. Yeah, it definitely should. And, uh, you know, you look back at the last few games between these two teams and uh, the intensities there between Martinsburg and Musselman. Um, so it should be a great atmosphere I'm expecting tonight. And, uh, it should be a really competitive game, but you go back to last night's game just a little bit, and uh, obviously, you know Chase Herndon uh, wasn't on the mound for Spring Mills, but I think Tyler Cover, you know, put together a strong effort out there, and and even though he had that kind of rough second inning where he gave up the four runs, other than that, he was pretty good uh, for Spring Mills, but that home run really busted that game open, and Marsburg just cruised with Caleb Edwards throwing a great game, so. Uh, tonight, you know, Boober will be on the mound for Martinsburg. I anticipate Hartman will be on the mound for Musselman. So those are two really good pitchers, even though they're the number two in their rotation. Uh, could be aces on any team, really, throughout the state. So uh, I would expect a lower-scoring game again. Uh, but really, these teams have kind of found ways to put up runs late on each other in ball games and, and bust it open a little bit. So that could happen uh, once you get into the bullpen. Uh, but it's a big matchup obviously it's a rivalry game so there's a lot going into it and uh looking forward to it yeah you just for both teams can't allow the emotion in the rivalry to become too much and 
it causes errors mentally, which then changes into errors on the field because mistakes like that will cost you a game, and you don't want that in the playoffs. I don't know really who to give the edge to tonight. I think you give a slight edge maybe to Martinsburg since they're the home team and the one seed, so they'd ultimately get the uh, last at bat if it's a close game, kind of like we've seen here for them. They have the opportunity to get into the winner's uh, bracket and wait now. But as you said, this pitching matchup tonight, it's going to come down to who is the better pitcher ultimately, who can get those outs, make sure that the other team doesn't get the uh, hits and runners into scoring position in both. Boober as well as most likely uh, Hartman have the capability of doing that. So it'll be mistakes we might have to see some small ball, kind of like what it came down to there last week between Spring Mills and Jefferson just to get an opportunity to have a runner come in to score because that one run could be the difference. Yeah, it definitely could be the difference. And the other matchup tonight here in Section 1 uh, will be Hedgesville, the number 3 seed hosting the number 4 seed Spring Mills in a winner-go-home game and the double elimination side of the bracket. Um, We talked about last night kind of anticipating potentially Chase Herndon on the mound for Spring Mills. You would think that he would go tonight in this winner-go-home game. Yeah, I was surprised that he didn't yesterday, even though Covert did his job, just didn't go his way against Martinsburg, who was the better team yesterday. But I'd be really surprised if it is not uh, Chase Herndon here against Hedgesville tonight and if it is him I like Spring Mills chances I'm still would lean toward Hedgesville even with Herndon on the mound just because it seems like Spring Mills has no offensive firepower besides Chase Herndon right now like their bats just aren't getting it done I mean they were no hit against Jefferson they really didn't threat too much last night against Martinsburg at the plate so it's hard even if Herndon throws like a great game it's hard to imagine that they put up any runs and the defense behind Herndon needs to be really good so I think it could go either way like I wouldn't count Spring Mills out because they I think they beat Hedgesville earlier this they year. did I'm trying to see Not if earlier uh, this year just a well, week or so that's ago. still earlier this year it's earlier than right now yeah that's true <laughs> so uh, last Friday the Friday before I think they got the 4-3 win on the April Mountain 29th A. the Mountain A. and it was Herndon going the full seven innings only giving up three hits in the three runs one of them were earned seven strikeouts and three walks there you go so that's so. a recipe for success against Hedgesville uh, now let's look to the other section that begins tonight as wa- or excuse me this afternoon as Washington, uh, the number two seed will host the number three seed Hampshire in the three team double elimination tournament. Uh, Washington obviously they're coming off a few few good games after a seven game losing streak and uh, they've had some time off so maybe they're ready to go tonight. I would anticipate uh, potentially uh, Stoudemire or Colin Reed on the mound. We were talking about that last week. But I still don't know. Us. Exactly, because if you get the win, you play Jefferson, you're looking to play them twice most likely if you want to be the one to advance out of the section. So do you save your two big pitchers in Reed and Stoudemire, go somebody else here tonight if you're Washington, but you also don't want to overlook a team and 
next thing you know, drop it to Hampshire, and from then on out, it's win or go home. Yeah, I think if I was Coach DeSarno, I'd pitch Colin Reed tonight and, and stay, save Stoudemire for the championship game or games. Um, but it is a tough debate because while you don't want to overlook Hampshire, it, it does seem like Washington is – a superior team so they should be able to get this win and we have seen coach DeSarno do some different things with the rotation at times depending on the matchup so we could see Connor tonight or is that his name Brandon Connor or Braden Braden Connor yeah Shedlock maybe yeah Shedlock we could see we could him see tonight. tonight we could see uh Matei tonight so uh you know Washington definitely has some good depth in that rotation that they might be able to get away with pitching their third or fourth best starter. But it's a risk. But it's a risk, yeah, because if you lose this game. Brandon Dunbar as well. I mean, he started against Martinsburg the last time. I think that's who I meant, Brandon Dunbar. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, Braylon Connor is a player for Hedgesville, I believe. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, they could go Dunbar tonight, who's pitched really well for, for them at times, but it is a big risk. And they have to beat Jefferson twice, right, if they yeah get through. So. That's another thing to consider. And I don't know. I think you probably will see one of those top two guys because you don't want to risk dropping a game in the tournament, especially against a team that you do believe you can beat twice if you have to or or however it works out in Hampshire. I mean, we can't completely count on Hampshire, but they do seem like kind of the weakest team in that section. It's hard to imagine them winning it. 8-16 on the season. Yeah, they're not a terrible team. They haven't beat an EPAC team. Right, so it it is tough to imagine them winning it, but um, I think you still got to go out there and pitch one of your better pitchers uh, and play it as if you're playing anybody else and not really look at the opponent, but just look at it as this is a huge matchup and we need to get a win. Definitely the winner of that game will play Jefferson tomorrow at Jefferson, presuming at 6 o'clock. Uh, but that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store. Any longer, Cavison's Designer Bedding, Outdoor Living, it is family-owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com. On the other side of this two-minute break, we'll talk the NA, excuse me, NBA playoffs uh, games last night, games tonight. We'll talk, get into that when we get return after this two-minute break. You're tuning to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, back in two minutes. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Looking for some nightlife? Then look. Look no further. Laddie's Bar and Grill has a full bar and kitchen, pool table, and entertainment with great food at affordable prices. You can dine in or carry out by calling us at 304-263-5233. Laddie's is open Monday through Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. We serve breakfast all day long, and our lunch and dinner specials are posted every day on our Facebook page. So stop on in to Laddie's Bar and Grill, located at 107 Lutz Avenue in Martinsburg. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, 
auto accident or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. When it comes to breast cancer, early detection is the key. During the month of May, WVU Medicine will offer 3D mammogram screening clinics to women 40 and older on select weekdays at our Spring Mills Women's Imaging Center and our Jefferson Women's Imaging Center for just $60. This discount fee helps patients who haven't met their deductible, whose insurance doesn't include one with an annual exam, and for those with no insurance. Schedule your 3D mammogram today. Call WVU Medicine at 1-844-802-2734, option 2. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer Brunick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, Avery Newport. Happy to have you with us here. Talk some NBA playoffs. Uh, game fives were last night there in the second round series. The the conference semifinals. Uh, first game saw the Heat completely dominate the 76ers. I believe Joel Embiid uh, got taken out of the game as he hit his face on the on the floor, I think. I did see that somewhere, but it's a 120-85 victory for the Heat. They now lead the series 3-2. Take on that game, guys. Well, the Sixers are toast. Uh, (laughs) They weren't toast last week. Yeah, but... Now they are. Jeez, I mean, that was just a a really poor performance, especially in the second half, uh, because, you know, that game really got out of hand in the fourth quarter. They were outscored by 20 by Miami going down the stretch, so... Not good. You know, this is a team in the Sixers that swung for the fences and trading for James Harden and clearly made a championship, you know, move there with that trade. And it's not working out. Their bench depth is just not really providing a whole lot. They're giving a lot of guys playoff minutes that probably shouldn't be getting them right now. And But you got to keep trusting the process. Well... I suppose, but they they you know <laughs> they got rid of the process by trading Ben Simmons. So that's true. technically Embiid is the process. I yeah. If you want to be technical about it, but. okay. But yeah, either way, they just He's had no offense. The time, so yeah, they couldn't shoot. They couldn't defend. It was a poor showing, and they'll be on their home court for for Game Six. But I don't know. I don't That'll know. If probably they have much make left. it worse for Game Six. Yeah. Yeah, I Possibly. thought this series was over when it was 2-0 Miami, and then Embiid came back and gave the team a spark, but not enough. Not enough last night, it seemed like. And, you know, we, we talked about it too. Miami overall, even with Embiid in the lineup, has the more complete team, has more on their roster, guys coming off the bench that can provide uh, scoring. And Philly doesn't really have that. Uh, they have their starting lineup which really Harden and Embiid are the main scorers. And then Tobias Harris is a decent contributor. Uh, Maxie's taking a big step for them. So there's pieces there, but uh, there's not a complete team there. Miami has a complete team. So, you know, that leads to that. And Dallas, kind of the same thing last night for them against Phoenix. Uh, while Luka's been good throughout this series, and they were able to take two um, at home, you know, 
Bank and Phoenix, it, it was no contest last night. So that was another team that just couldn't hold on in the second half. Well, hold on, was... we're gonna get, get into that here momentarily. Um, Heat 76ers game six set for tomorrow night there in Philadelphia. Right now, the line is open at two, uh, with the 76ers favorite at two. That's Very interesting line. Surprising. There. Pretty yeah. surprising. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that changes. Then, yeah, I wouldn't as well. Another uh, twenty or was it a thirty-point game last night as the Suns beat the Mavericks in Game Five. They now lead the series uh, three to two, going to Game Six. That'll be tomorrow as well. Uh, Doncic and Booker both put up twenty-eight points in the game. And I'm loving this rivalry that is uh, slowly building between Booker and Doncic. Yeah, I mean, uh, watching some of the uh, clips last night, those two guys, it seems like they truly don't like each other. And <laughs> for years to come in the NBA, that's going to be something to watch each time they go head to head. Yeah, I mean, two young guys, two you know superstar players, all stars, all NBA talents, and yeah, you know that's fun. That's what makes the playoffs fun is having teams playing against each other that don't like each other, and you know that creates a little more intrigue to a series that has had a couple of, uh, you know, not great games so far. Last night was a pretty big route again. Uh, you know, second half was really when Phoenix was able to pull away and Dallas just didn't have much. I mean, I think there are a lot of parallels, as Nick was kind of alluding to a minute ago, between the Mavs and the Sixers and that there are two guys that really lead the charge for them offensively. And then there just isn't much else with with depth. You know, you with Dallas, you have Luca and you have Jalen Brunson, who are you know your leading scorers on most nights. And then there just isn't much else besides them. And I think if you're going to win in the playoffs, you need to have a little bit more consistency on your bench. We saw for the Sixers early in the playoffs, Tyrese Maxey exploded and had some great games in the first round. Almost put up 40 in one game for for Philly against Toronto. And he's been pretty quiet so far in this series. Uh, you haven't seen much from Harris. So, you know, I think both Philly and Dallas are kind of in difficult positions right now because they're leaning so heavily on their, their top scorers and they're just not getting much else from their bench. Yeah, man, I kind of already talked about it, but in terms of I think Devin Booker is starting to really step up for this team after coming off that injury seems like he's kind of back to 100 percent and chris paul hasn't had to score as much but really early in this series chris paul was their closer he was putting up big points and now booker is starting to take that role back over which i think is good for this team because devin booker is the best player on the suns at this point in, in cp3's career and chris paul's still a really good player but not uh, a top-tier scorer necessarily in the league. So they're going to need Booker to be big down the stretch if they're going to make a championship run, which I believe they are definitely capable of. And, uh, you know, now Phoenix takes control of the series. It looks like that one's all but over. But, again, you they're never favored really know. by two in tomorrow night's contest, tomorrow night's game six. Uh, so could get the series dubbed tomorrow night. Yep. And looking to games tonight, Collins' favorite team, the Celtics, they are hosting the Bucks for Game 5 with the series tied at 2. Uh, they're getting a favorable line tonight. They're favored by 5.5. It's a big game tonight, so I'm liking that line. If uh, Al Horford can play like he did in Game 4 and the Stars and uh, Brown and Tatum uh, do what they usually do, I, I don't 
think there's any stopping Boston, honestly, but you can't always rely on that. So I still think this series is going to go along, but Boston needs to get this win tonight. Otherwise, going back, facing elimination in Milwaukee would be a uh, big challenge that I don't know how I'd feel for the Celtics who are gaining experience but not really at that true level of being an experienced playoff team that you can 100% rely on. Yeah, I mean, I think the the depth of the Celtics, we've talked a lot about depth today, but that just speaks to how important it is come playoff time that, you know, having secondary scorers step up for you in big moments when the opposing defense is focused on your best players is important, you know, and that was the role that Al Horford filled pretty admirably in that road win for the Celtics. You know, he had four threes, 30 points, and, you know, when the defense is focused on stopping Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you can have a guy like Al Horford step up and hit those shots for you. And I think in Milwaukee's case, especially with Chris Middleton being out for so long, uh, they don't really have a guy that comes to mind right away is a guy that can kind of take some pressure off of Giannis and be a second scorer. You know, you've had Drew Holiday have some moments. Grayson Allen has played pretty well as of late too. But are those super reliable guys that you can count on that have, you know, playoff experience, whatever. And I don't know. I, I think the Bucks really right now are completely Giannis's team. They have been over the last couple of years. But, you know, relying on him to put up 40 every night is not really a great strategy going forward, especially against a team like Boston, who's so good defensively. Yeah, I, I still think that Boston or Milwaukee could win this game tonight and, and – uh because it seems like a back-and-forth kind of series that's going to go seven games to me, even with some question marks maybe behind Giannis. I think Drew Holiday could step up at times and provide some big points. He doesn't. He hasn't really done that as of late, but I think they could get Middleton's like production out of Holiday maybe and maybe a few others throughout this game. So, you know, I, I think they'll win tonight, and, and ultimately the series goes seven, but... It's really a back-and-forth kind of series and kind of a tough one to figure out. So it could go either way. Boston's obviously got, I think, a better team overall with no Chris Middleton, but Giannis is the best player in the league, so that always gives the Bucks a great chance, and I think they'll uh, tie the or yeah tie the series back up. Final game tonight, the uh, Warriors the lead. Sorry, yeah. Final game tonight, Warriors could wrap it up against the Grizzlies, up three to one. They're favored in this contest by four. It is in Memphis, though. Honestly, quickly, I, I'm impressed that it's just at four because I'm pretty sure John Morant's out. Yeah, is what they said. So I did see that last easily night, give me Golden State. Well, tonight. I don't know. I mean, Memphis. There's a stretch <laughs> where Jaw was out for a, a large portion of the regular season, and Memphis was like twelve and two or something it's without Jaw. True, but I think that's something to keep an eye on. I mean, they kept it close when when he left uh, the prior game. So I think Golden State will win it, but just. Something to keep an eye on. Quickly, Nick. I like Golden State big tonight. Yeah, same. I don't give much of a chance to Memphis. Jaw's been kind of carrying them throughout the playoffs, so it's hard to imagine them keeping it close tonight. But I could be wrong. All right, well, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Couldn't get segment out of my mouth for some reason. Uh, you almost said Sekman, Mike Sekman. Hey. HVAC guy. 
I did record that ad. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg, we became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap things up on today's edition of the Sports Mix, talking some NHL, maybe get into some MLB, and uh, catch up with Avery if we have a little bit of time. That's next on today's edition of the Sports Mix. When we wrap things up after this two-minute break. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Hefley Motor Company, just off I-81 at 993 Hedgesville Road, is a family-owned and operated business providing the Eastern Panhandle with the highest quality pre-owned vehicles and customer service since 1997. Hefley is a pre-owned Carfax Advantage dealer. We're proud to be your partner serving the community. You're local, we're local, so why not buy local? Call us at 304-267-7172 or see us at 993 Hedgesville Road. And if you want to sell your car, we buy cars too. Check us out at Hefley.com. Hefley Motor Company, a nice place to do business. Do you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit right off Route 11 is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in Chambersburg, PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on into Enter and Exit today. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood helps you build your safety skills with our Defensive Handgun 2 course taught by NRA certified instructors. You must have already completed the basic handgun course as a prerequisite for this course. Valley Guns 2 will conduct this course on May 14th. All defensive courses will be held at the training center in Bloomery, West Virginia. To register and find out more, visit valleyguns2.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices right here in Martinsburg at 1270 Winchester Avenue. Spencer Puenick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, Avery Newport, happy to have you with us here today. Talk some NHL playoffs. We'll go through the rundown of last night's games. Hurricanes get a 5-1 victory over the Bruins. Uh, Bruins now on the brink of elimination going into game six. That series with Carolina on top 3-2. Maple Leafs get a 4-3 victory over the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Lightnings. Toronto leads the series 3-2. That's on the brink of elimination as well. All series that I'm talking about are now 3-2. 5-2 victory over the Wild. Did the Blues get in game five to lead 3-2. Three goals in the third period. Um, And then the Kings got a 5-4 victory over the Oilers in overtime. They lead the series 3-2. I believe those games will be tomorrow uh, let's look at tonight's games. 7 p.m. ESPN, Penguins and Rangers. 
Penguins putting the Rangers, uh, one of the best teams in the NHL this year, on the brink of elimination. Uh, the game will be at Madison Square Garden tonight, though, and the Rangers are favored. It's a 3-1 series lead for Pittsburgh right now, who absolutely dominated the last game. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if either one, whichever way it goes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But since I uh, extremely dislike Pittsburgh, I guess I have to go with the Rangers, who I don't like that much more. I don't know. I don't know who I'd want to see against the Caps. I feel like the Caps have been well, more Caps successful against the Caps have to get through Florida first. Yes. So. Uh, we'll talk about that momentarily. 9.30 games, Stars and Flames. Uh, that series tied at two apiece. Uh, in Calgary, Calgary fla- favored, flavored, favored, excuse Flavor me. Town. Uh, in that game tonight, uh, stars with f- uh, former Caps goaltender Braden Holpe. Uh, talk about the Caps 730 ESPN2. They are down in Florida for game five series tied at two. Pivotal game five, Florida favored in this one tonight. Caps really need this game. Yeah, it's the biggest game of the series. I feel like that's the uh, every game, though. Capitals have done better than I thought they we're gonna do i said at the beginning i wouldn't be surprised if it was florida and five and they have it tied up two to two right now but if you lose tonight it you're on the brink of elimination and capitals always a struggle in that scenario at home i feel like under pressure the fans just get too honorary and they put a lot more pressure on the team it seems like so if the Capitals want to win the series, I think they need to do it here in Game 5 and Game 6. I do as well. Uh, so the Game 5 tonight in Florida. Game 6 will be at home in D.C. Uh, for the Capitals. Uh, we heard if Wilson's back? He did travel, but he's day-to-day still. Okay. So there I, is I like a chance. chances more if Wilson's But back. I did hear last week or the beginning of this week maybe on a podcast from Grant Paulson on his show uh, that he heard from his sources that he would only be available if they made it to the next round. But that hasn't blown up as much as I thought it would blow up, so I don't know. All right, well, we've got about uh, two minutes left here on this show. Uh, Today, Nationals back in action tonight. Uh, They lost last night 4-2 to to the Mets. They're not having a good year. We'll have their game tomorrow afternoon uh, to close out the series. Orioles looking good, though. Uh, And uh, Avery's back. Avery, how you doing? Doing good. Doing really good. You rocking that Maryland shirt? Yeah, man. Maryland polo about to be in the... Back to the beginning of the show? What? That's what it sounded like. Almost like we were like, hey, Avery's back. Avery's back. How you doing, Avery? Long time to see. Well, hey, look, we we didn't get this at the beginning of the show because we had Coach Huggins on. Yeah, so we didn't get a chance to get into it. I understand that, but... Congratulations. Congratulations on graduating. On graduating. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's a big accomplishment. It was a rainy graduation. So, you know, maybe the weather hopefully could have been better. But, right, you know, where was graduation? graduation? It was at the Butcher Center. So it was in So the weather campus. doesn't matter now, does it? Well, yeah, but you go outside and you hang out with your friends and take pictures. You and... don't have friends. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Jeez, Whoa. Nick, what was that? Ooh, apologize. Saying that on air, man? Come yeah, on. Apologize. Wow. Jeez. Anyway, it was a great graduation. This is why he left. <laughs> I loved my four years at Shepherd, and I will hope to come back and see all you guys in the fall when I'm at Maryland. Wow, you're already Make leaving? Like you're not going to be here tomorrow? Well, I... Or the next day. We were talking about graduation. That's the topic we were on here, man. Yeah.
All right, well, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Avery Newport, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer. We thanks to Bob Huggins for joining us today on this edition of the Sports Mix. Tonight, EPAC Baseball sectional winner's bracket. Number one, Martinsburg hosting number two, Musselman, one and one on the season series. We'll have that for you. 6.40 pregame, 7 p.m. first pitch. We'll keep you covered with all the other games going on as well, but that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Colin Avery. You already did that. Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow.